I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. And if Satan keeps bringing up your past, it means he's running out of new material. You know what I've learned to do? When the enemy brings up my past, I just say, thank you for reminding me. I almost forgot I'm so changed by the blood. But since you reminded me, that gives me something to praise God for. If you have your Bibles, I'd like for you, you can open them to the book of Philippians if you'd like for just a few moments. I'm not going to preach long. I'm not going to preach a Pharaoh sermon. You know, Pharaoh was a bad guy because he wouldn't let God's people go. <laughs> I'm going to let you go. Just a minute. But I do have a thought that I want to share in this service, and uh, I pray that the Holy Spirit will make it real in your life. I read something not too long ago that caught my attention about tattoos. If you've got one, relax. It's not that kind of sermon. <laughs> my wife wanted me to get one. I go to the gym and these huge guys are working out all around me and they have those crowns of thorns all the way around their arm. And I thought if I get one, it would just be one thorn. It's, it's, it's pitiful. But... Um, but you know, they said that in Hong Kong, Hong Kong is the capital of tattoos. More than any other place on the planet, there are more tattoo parlors in Hong Kong than anywhere else. And they went to one of the most famous tattoo artists. And when they went to him, they asked him, what is the number one tattoo that you are asked to put on people's bodies. And his answer to me was astonishing. The words, born loser, are the most popular tattoo in Hong Kong. Born loser. And then he made this startling statement. He said, what you have to understand about a tattoo is this. Listen to it, I'm going to quote him now. Before a tattoo is placed on someone's body, it's already tattooed on their mind. And all they're doing is displaying publicly what they've already decided privately, inwardly. And I begin to think about how that we have an enemy that loves to tattoo people's minds, that loves to stamp and permanently ink their minds with the thought, you're a loser. You're a failure. You're a drug addict. You've been abused. You're trash. You'll never be anything. You're, you're less than. You're unimportant. You're ugly. You're unattractive. Nobody would ever want you. And if you're not careful, the enemy will tattoo your brain. And you'll begin to display outwardly what he's already permanently inked in your thinking. I meet them all the time. I've pastored now for 20 plus years. I meet people all the time who've been tattooed on their brain by the enemy of our soul. And uh, they have a mentality that if anybody's going to fail, it'll be me. Even when they're given great opportunity, they have, they have this uh, mindset that if anybody would mess up this opportunity, it would be me. If anybody's going to be bypassed and have bad luck, it would be me. You have to be pretty tattooed in your brain 
to get stoned out of your mind every day of your life. You have to be pretty tattooed in your brain. You've somewhere the enemy has told you this is all you are. This is all you're ever going to be. He's tattooed your brain and you have to be pretty tattooed in your brain to do some of the things that we see the young people in this generation doing. Girls just giving themselves to boy after boy after boy after boy after boy. Something has happened inwardly in their thinking. Christopher Columbus in 1492 sailed from Spain. The mindset in the whole world was that once you reach as far as you can see in a ship, the earth will fall off into nothingness. The Spaniards even put on their flag the words plurus enthra, plurus enthra, which means nothing beyond. Nothing beyond. And everyone in Europe thought there's nothing beyond the world we're living in. There's nothing beyond the way of life as we know it. There's nothing else out there. And they accepted it and they never explored. But when Christopher Columbus found a new world, they changed the words on the flag and they put them as more beyond. Sometimes we make our world so small. Sometimes the enemy tattoos our thinking and he says to us, there's nothing beyond. Just live from bottle to bottle, from drug to drug, from peel to peel, from relationship to relationship, from one bed to another bed, into the arms of another lover. And it's because we begin to think there's nothing beyond this. There's nothing greater out there. There's nothing beyond what I'm experiencing. And what has happened is you've been tattooed in your brain by the enemy of your soul that wants you to accept there's nothing beyond. But I've come today to declare there's more beyond. I've come today that we, to tell you we serve a Savior who can remove the tattoos from your brain, who can make all things new, who can give you a vision and a hope and a future. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans of good and not evil, to give you a hope and give you a future. And you, you have to accept the fact that we live in a world that wants to tattoo your brain, but there's more beyond. In 1886, Walter George broke the world record for running the mile in four minutes and 39 seconds. In 1923, 36 years later, a guy shaved off two seconds from that record. Years later, in the 1930s, two men were born in Middlesex, England. They were both diagnosed with the same disease. That disease, according to the doctor, would cause them to be confined to a wheelchair the rest of their life. And one of the men accepted the diagnosis and stayed in the wheelchair. But the other man said, I will not only walk, I will run. His name was Roger Bannister. And on May the 6th, 1954 in Oxford, England, he did the impossible because all of the athletes in Europe believed that it was impossible for the human body to run a mile 
in less than four minutes. But the man who was told by a medical doctor with another man with the same disease by a medical doctor was told, you'll never run, you'll never walk, you'll live in a wheelchair the rest of your life. He broke the world record in three minutes and 59 seconds. And for the first time, the tattoo of limitation that said it can't be done, it can't be done, it can't be done, it can't be done, a guy did it. Over the next four years, 25 runners broke the four-minute mile. What happened? The tattoo got erased that said it can't be done. But here's the, here's the amazing part of this story. A doctor went and examined both Roger Bannister afterwards, and this is all medical fact, and the same man that was diagnosed with the disease. And what he found out was astonishing. He found out that Roger Bannister really had the disease that should have kept him a cripple the rest of his life. But the other man who had stayed in the wheelchair was wrongly diagnosed. He did not have it. But he was told that he had it it got tattooed in his brain and he accepted it. The other man who was told he had it and had it refused the tattoo and said, I can do all things. This message is real simple. But I'm here today to preach, don't be overcome by the devil's tattoos. He'll tell you you can't live for God. He'll tell you you can't raise a family in this time that we're living in that honors and loves God. He'll tell you that your marriage can't stay together because nobody in your family has ever had a marriage that lasted more than five or ten years and you're going to get a divorce just like everybody else. But we need to learn how to refuse the devil's tattoos. He'll tell you you'll always be a drug addict. He'll tell you you'll always be a failure. He'll tell you you're not college material. He'll tell you young ladies when you look in the mirror to hate yourself and starve yourself with eating disorders because you're unattractive. But don't you allow the enemy to tattoo your brain. The Bible put it like this in Romans chapter 12. I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now catch this. And be not conformed to this world. Don't you allow the thinking of the world to so get a hold of your mindset that it tattoos your brain into, into an image that God has never called you to. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm saying to you that you are who God says you are. The United States Treasury says that this is a hundred dollar bill that I'm holding in my hand. The United States Treasury created this hundred dollar bill. And it says the value of this bill is $100. Let's say it just came off the printing press and its value has been established by its creator as $100. But let's say it goes from the printing press to a drug deal and then it goes from the drug deal to a prostitute and from the prostitute, it goes to 
some business deal that's crooked and wrong. Let's say it goes from a crack house to a hotel room where immorality happens, and somehow it ends up in Lakewood Church on Sunday morning in church. I have one question for you. What is the value of this $100 bill? It doesn't matter where it came from and what it went through. Its creator says it's still worth $100. And I've just dropped by to say to somebody, God, your creator says, I've seen everything you've been through, every failure, every mess up. Your value has not changed. I still love you. You're called, you're selected, you're chosen. Don't you accept that tattoo on your brain. I'm still gonna bless you. I'm still gonna use you. I'm still gonna raise you up. Don't you give up, don't you give in. But this one thing I do, forgetting the things which are behind, I press for that which is ahead. I strive for the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now I want to end this message with something I don't want you to ever forget. I was watching a TV show one time about removing bad tattoos. You know, it's good if you get a good one, but if you get a bad one, that's, that's bad. How many of you ever seen a bad tattoo? I mean, it's just messed up. I, I saw one girl on the internet that, that she had, uh, had a name, John, and she had marked through Mark. She had marked through Sam. She had marked through, she just kept getting new boyfriends and she would just mark through the tattoo. <laughs> but I want to talk to you just in closing about how you remove a tattoo in the natural because it has a great spiritual truth. When someone wants a tattoo removed from their body, it requires two things, a laser light hitting that tattoo. They have what's called laser lights. And the light hits that tattoo, that laser light hits that tattoo, but the light alone will not erase the tattoo. All it, actually, if you took just a piece of skin and put it here and you put a laser on it, it would just burn up. The laser alone cannot remove the tattoo. Here's what got my attention. It's the laser on the outside hitting the tattoo and it begins to work beneath the surface of the skin with the blood. And when the laser light hits on the outside the tattoo, it stirs up the blood on the inside and one by itself won't get the job done. But when the light, which... Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. When the light starts hitting those images and those tattoos, the enemies told us we're nothing and we're nobody and we, we'll, we'll never be anything. But you come to a church like this and, and you hear the word of God and Pastor Joel is just like a laser beam. God is a good God. God is for you. Don't you give up. Don't you quit. You're better than that. He can raise you. And you keep hearing that and it's hitting you on the outside. 
But then the blood of Jesus Christ starts working on the inside. And the word, the light, and the blood have the power to purge iniquity out of our life. That's our message. If any man be in Christ, he could get the tattoos removed. You can become a brand new creation. Why are you screaming, this is what I do? Alcoholic, but here comes truth, and here comes blood, and it begins to break every stronghold and every addiction. Sexual abuse in the natural, there's no help, but there is a Savior whose blood was shed on Calvary, and we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And that's the message today. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. And if Satan keeps bringing up your past, it means he's running out of new material. Just let the blood erase that. And, and turn it into, you know what I've learned to do? When the enemy brings up my past, I just say, thank you for reminding me. I almost forgot I'm so changed by the blood. But since you reminded me, that gives me something to praise God for. Hey, let's all take a praise break and thank God for the light and the blood. There's blood in this house. There's light in this house. There's blood that can flow to your home. There's light that can come in the darkness. You don't have to kill yourself. You don't have to, you don't have to OD. You don't have to give up. There's more beyond. There's more beyond. There's more beyond. See, these young people, all the thousands of young people in this room, and the enemy wants to tattoo your mind that all you're about, it, it, you know, your body, and I, just be what the world says you are. Do, do, do molly, do ecstasy, do, do cocaine and party and give yourself in relation. That's not who you really are. That's not who you really are. God has a plan for your life that if he showed it to you, it would freak you out. <laughs> and all he's wanting from you is complete surrender. All he's wanting from you is to become a willing vessel. All he's wanting for you is to allow his blood and his truth to remove that depression, that anxiety, that worry, that fear, the light is hitting it. The blood is rubbing against it. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I want you to stand up all over this room. There's no doubt in my mind that there are people that the enemy thinks he's tattooed for the rest of your life. They call it nowadays permanently inked. The Bible said in Proverbs 16, by mercy, mercy is the blood, and truth, truth 
is the word, the light. Iniquity, sin, bad choices, terrible decisions, messed up lives. Iniquity is purged through mercy and truth, light and blood. Do you need forgiveness? Do you need God's help in your home? Do you have the enemy permanently trying to ink you, saying this marriage won't work, this marriage won't work, just give up? My wife and I, who have been married for 25 years, I might add. You know, I, I, I get so tired of fakey preachers. Act like everything's beautiful. We've had times when we couldn't stand each other through the years. She didn't like me, and I'm telling it all. And I didn't necessarily like all that was going on with us. What do you, how do you get through that stuff? You just let the blood and the light keep hitting your marriage, hitting your family. Your kids come up. They're going to go through stuff. They're going to make mistakes. But keep the light hitting them and the blood working and pleading that blood of Jesus and lighting blood. Oh, it can purge the iniquity. Don't you give up on your family. Don't you give up on your children. Don't you give up on your marriage. This is your service. This is your moment. This is for your life. Maybe you're addicted to drugs or alcohol and you just can't stop and it's killing you and you hate what it's made you. It's time for the blood and the light to erase that tattoo from your brain. There's more beyond.